how to be awesome at crushing the morning rush. Today, we are talking about so many little things that you can do to make your mornings run smoothly so you aren't rushed and stressed and late and forgetting things. Instead, it's calm and organized and efficient, even if you have little kids in the house. I'm sharing a few of my favorite books on this topic and the best lessons I've learned from them. The way you start your day sets the tone for the entire day. So let's make a plan so we're never stressed and rushed and crazy. You know when you have such a crazy morning that you finally have a second to stop going in 100 directions and you look at the clock and it's 9 a.m. and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted and it feels like a full day already. We are going to hack that today. How to organize your evening so you are ready for the next day and how to set up the most efficient routine for the mornings so they run smoothly. No more morning craziness for you and I, my friend. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. I feel like I haven't done a hacking podcast in a while, and these are some of my favorites because it's just about hitting pause on life for a second to think how you can hack things better, make things more efficient and productive, and in this case, make your life less rushed and stressed and crazy so things are just organized and smooth and in a very practical, realistic way. You know my goal is never perfection. It's just to figure out the best ways. Always try to be more awesome at everything we do. So today is all about trying to be the most awesome at having smooth mornings. Crush the rush, stop the craziness and the panic. And this is one of those topics I wish I would have researched so long ago because now that I've read all this stuff, I'm like, okay, how did I keep doing the same thing over and over and not realize it wasn't going to change and there had to be a better way? You know, we just get in the momentum of the rhythm of things. And sometimes we need a little shakeup to realize that we need to plan things differently and hack things differently. So that's what we're getting into today. Whatever end of the spectrum you're on. So maybe your mornings are like pretty smooth, but there's just a couple things that you feel like you need to tweak to make them really smooth or really plan ahead or really be efficient. Or maybe you're on the opposite end and listen, some days and different ages and phases of life, I've been at both. Or maybe you're at the phase where your mornings are crazy, like completely crazy, rushed, by 9 a.m., you're like, what the hell? I need a nap. That was exhausting. That was crazy. Too much. Too much. Overwhelm. Overload. The house is a disaster. That's what we're going to completely hack today. And again, not in a perfect way, just in a very practical, realistic way that works for you. This is one of those things that I think that we just get in the rhythm of doing what you've always done and you don't think, okay, just start, stop for a second. The way we start our day sets the tone for the day. You know, if you happen to wake up late and you, you know, your whole morning is just off. So we're going to make a plan in this episode together, but that you can make perfectly for you. 
I shouldn't say that we're perfectly because I just said we're not going to be perfect, but like imperfectly perfect for you so that you craft your mornings and you prepare ahead of time so they're smooth and relaxed. And I'm telling you, the first couple hours of the day, at least for me, determines the whole day. If I'm organized, I'm efficient, I get done what I want to early, my day is just so good. And I get in more tens in the day. Now, this episode is different than a podcast I did a few weeks ago about how to be awesome at having a great morning routine or an awesome morning routine, something like that. So that was all about like the actual morning routine of more like in being efficient and your lists and your nighttime things. That is more like the routine of highly efficient people. This is more of a specific podcast. They probably sound pretty different, but as I get into it, you'll see that they're completely different. This is avoiding the craziness, avoiding the kitchen like a bomb went off, avoiding the running up, can't find the keys, can't find the purse, like frantic, panicked, disorganized, hot mess of a mornings. That is what we're hacking today. And listen, this is a no judgment zone. This has happened to all of us, but it's all about being honest with ourselves, looking at what we're doing and looking at what we can do better. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely listen to it because that one has so many of my favorite notes and tips all about what I've learned from reading lots of books for being efficient in the mornings when it comes to being highly productive in lists. So listen to that one as well. In the here and now today, we're talking about those mornings, those first couple hours of the day that set the tone for the day. So first, jumping right into it, let's think of what your goal is. So if you think about your mornings and what you would fix in your time, what is it? Aside from not being a hot mess and not being panicked and frantic, do you want more time for yourself? Do you want to find time to exercise? Do you want more time to get ready in the morning? Do you just not want to be frazzled as you try to get out the door? So when we kind of start anything like this, any hack and any growth, I always try to think, okay, what's my goal? And it could be one big goal. It could be lots of little goals. Whatever it is, think of that first as we go into this topic together to so that you can really have an objective in mind. And if yours is finding time for yourself, I think that is so valuable because I've really found that Finding time for yourself allows you to be so much better in all the things. When I've done in the morning, like all the things that I'm going to go through with you today, when I've done that, by the time I get my kids to school, I feel so good, so good. And I, it doesn't happen every day, to be honest, but I've, now that I've set these routines and these plans, I'm getting much better at it. And the biggest motivator to stick to the routine is how I know I feel like at 9 a.m. Once the kids are dropped off, I've had such a great morning. I've got, I've, I've, I woke up early. I got a great exercise in. I got my cold shower in. I got ready, fully dressed and ready, makeup how I like, all the things. And then I got my kids ready, got them ready, got them fed breakfast, all their lunch is ready. And we are early to school and everything is smooth. By the time that last drop off happens, I am just like, yes, I am ready for what I call the efficient, the efficient start of my day. Like when my kind of my pro, my productive day starts, meaning my work, but not even just work, just whatever everyone needs, family, health, house, all that stuff. Kind of like my productive day officially starts 
at that moment. And if I've done all the other things, I just feel so good. Like today, it didn't happen. I have um, some work projects going on that I just went to bed a little bit later because I was working on them, which is not the plan, but I had to hit the deadline. So I woke up a little later. So then after drop off, I still had to get myself ready, which is fine. Listen, we're all going to sidestep and we modify a little bit, but it's just a different feeling than you know the majority of my days lately when I am ready. I am dressed. I am like just like ready to go. It's such a good feeling. And like I said, that's the best motivator. That's the best reward. So let's get into our plan. I think that the best, most efficient way to start with this is you go to bed early and you wake up early. I know that might sound boring and lame, but I'm telling you, none of this works if you're going to bed super late. It just doesn't, especially if you're going to bed super late because you're you know, dilly-dallying or watching six hours of Netflix. Now listen, if that makes you happy and that's your tens, do it. But if you want to have stress-free mornings, you have to put in a little bit of the work the night before and organization of it the night before. Okay, so go to bed early, wake up early. One of the best books I think on this topic is The 5 a.m. Club. It's a great book about morning routines and about waking up early. And in this book, they say that seven and a half hours is the sweet spot for having the most productive days. So for me, my number is seven, and that's like the best. I never get more than seven hours, really. So I try to be in bed at 9.30, asleep by 10, and I wake up at 5. So that's kind of my jam, to sleep from 10 p.m. until 5 a.m. I get a solid seven hours of sleep. That is like so good for me. But in theory, the number is seven, seven and a half hours, really seven and a half slash eight. So if you can carve that, well done you. I definitely do not think that losing sleep, like cutting sleep is the answer. I know a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of you know highly productive people talk about sleeping less to get more done. And you know it makes sense on paper, but I've learned and, and I've read from experts that it just it just doesn't work that way. You just can't cheat the system. Our bodies need the sleep to be our most productive and happy and you know age well and 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 have our bodies, be healthy and strong, we need sleep. So get in your sleep. Don't do this whole routine by cheating yourself of sleep because I just don't think it works in the long run anyway. And then I do the same routine on the weekends, very similar. I just push it back about an hour. So instead of waking up at five, I'll wake up at six. Instead of going to sleep, like being asleep at 10, I'll be asleep at 11. So I pretty much am keeping the same routine just on the weekends. I'm giving myself kind of an extra hour. And it just keeps the momentum. You don't have to go to bed, you know, so if you're doing something totally differently than this, I don't think that you have to make a drastic change. Just start with going to bed maybe a half hour earlier than you're going to bed now and waking up a half hour earlier. Baby steps, baby steps to figure out the sweet spot for you so that you can organize your things the night before and you can get plenty of sleep and you wake up not in that rush panic mode. You know I love an alarm on your phone to remind you of things. So I've talked about this in lots of podcasts. I have an alarm at noon that says all the words that describe who I want to be each day. So am I being present and positive and kind and efficient 
and happy. And this isn't a sugar-coated list. This isn't like be kind, be happy, always smiling. It's like for me, I'm the happiest and I feel the best when I'm being productive. And so I put all those words in. So I have an alarm at noon that's like I kind of figure it's, you know, it's halfway through the day, especially if you're waking up early and and um and just says, are you being these things? And it kind of sometimes is a reset for me. Or if I'm worried about the wrong things or things that don't matter, it's a great reset. So for me, I also have an alarm at 8.30 p.m. that basically says, you have one more hour to get your shit together, to get your ass in bed. (laughs) Sorry for the profanity, but there's no other way to say it. That's really what the alarm says because it's telling me, okay. And sometimes if I'm kind of going slow and again, I'm not saying you always have to be efficient and productive and have your running shoes on and be dashing from room to room. I'm just saying if we are really smart about planning it and use our time in the best way, we'll just have such smoother mornings. So have your alarm one hour before you're supposed to be in bed. Not like you're asleep time, but so for me, it's 830 and that's like, listen, you've got one hour. So I know if I haven't already prepared for the next day, I've got to do it in this next hour. And we're going to get into that um, a lot more. As we, as we really get going here. So if exercise is important to you and if you want to do it in the morning, I think it's so great if you can do it very first thing. Even if you're tired, get up, stretch, drink, drink a nice glass of water and get moving. Plan ahead of time what workout you're going to do. So whether it's you're going out, you're going to Orange Theory or you're going to yoga or Pilates or if you're doing something at home, have a plan so you don't lose time in the morning. I even will plan out. I love my Obey fitness classes online. I'll even look at night when I have more time and have up on my screen on my laptop what class I'm going to take in the morning. That way, it's all about eliminating those periods of time where you could lose like 10, 15, 20 minutes. That's what I'm trying to hack. And that's what I try to do at night. Anything, you know, in the morning, I could be tired and I go to look at all the classes and I'm just not sure. And I'll look at a bunch. I'd rather do that at night when I have extra time, not in the morning when I'm losing 20 minutes that could actually be exercising during those 20 minutes. Figure out those things that you're losing 10, 15, 20 minutes in the morning and flip them to the evening when you have more time. It's interesting, my friend, Jenny Repetto, her last name is no longer Repetto, and I used to, when we lived in the sorority house together, we would sleep in our gym clothes so we did not lose time in the morning getting dressed. It is one of my best memories from college. She lived just down the stairs from me. What was it called? It was called The Pit. She lived in the pit in the sorority at the time, and I lived right at the top of the stairs, and we would both get fully dressed in our gym clothes, so that way we both like jammed. We were out the door and at the gym at 5 a.m. when it was empty, and it was like the very best, so I don't do that now, but if you want to be extra efficient, you could always sleep in your workout clothes. Another thing I talked about in my last podcast about morning routines is wake up without distractions. So I go into so much of this in that podcast, but I wanted to touch on it here too because I think it's really important in the big picture of all this. We want to make sure that our mind is not distracted and overwhelmed the minute we make we wake up. We want to make sure that we're controlling our thoughts and our priorities and we're sticking to the routine that we've set that makes us feel so good. So at night when I go to sleep, I turn my phone, both my phones, I have a work phone and a personal phone, on airplane mode. So I don't have the EMFs, and if anyone texts me, it doesn't bother me. Um, 
And if you haven't listened to my podcast all about reducing your EMF exposure in your house, it is a great one. It was quite a while ago. It was at the beginning of 2020 that I did this. I had an EMF expert come to the house and do his radar all over and tell me where we had um, extra radiation and where I could move Wi-Fi and all this stuff. But that podcast on EMF is really good. So put your phone in the other room or put it on airplane mode. I put mine on airplane mode, both of them. And then I turn off airplane mode in the morning right when I wake up just so I can make sure no one called or texted me, needs me urgently. But I don't go on social media and email and really get into my phone. I'll just make sure no one texted or called. I know a lot of really high, high effi- highly effective, efficient entrepreneurs say, don't even touch your phone. Like, don't even turn it off airplane mode. Um, for me, I like to know if someone's trying to reach me and I just make sure I don't use it as a distraction or I don't let it sidetrack I just don't let it sidetrack my plan or my day. Don't get on email. Don't get on social media because it's so easy at that point to get into overwhelm and then you're on somebody else's agenda. So if you want to get on your phone, just keep it light, make sure there's no emergencies and then get on to your morning routine without distractions before the rest of the world wakes up, whether the rest of the world means your work is emailing and texting and calling or your kids are poking at you or all the things that you need to do in the day before those begin, I think it's really important to have time for yourself. For me, this is fitness. I just think it's so important to move your body early. So have your workout clothes laid out ahead of time. It saves you time, especially when you're tired and it's dark out and you don't feel like doing it and you want to crawl back into bed. I have a rule. I never let myself lay for more than 10 minutes. And that's really helped me because it's kind of, it's so nice, especially if it's really early to just give yourself a couple extra minutes, but I'll set a quick alarm on my phone because I am, I am a very good sleeper. So I would just, I would just go back to sleep. So all, once I wake up, sometimes if I brush my teeth or go to the restroom and if I'm just like, I just need it, I just need a couple minutes. I say, no problem. You get 10, no more than 10. If you can, I think I do better if I can avoid doing that. Um, if I can kind of more like Navy seal through it and just be like, I'm doing it, get your shoes on, just get downstairs. Cause once you get moving, you'll be fine. But I think if you do want to give yourself that luxury, set an alarm and give yourself 10 minutes. That way you don't wake up an hour later and be like, Oh my God, now I just missed my whole workout and my whole day is off kilter. I try to just keep things, keep things flowing and set a good routine and then try to stick to it the best I can. I also try to have meals planned. I I love meal prep and meal planning. And even if I don't have it prepped, I sort of know what we have. So for my three little kids, I have an idea of what I'm going to do for breakfast. So I don't like get down there and it's like, oh my God, like what do we even have? Like what's the plan? I just, even in my mind, I just kind of know what the plan is. And for me, that gives me so much less panic and frazzle dazzle and racing around in the morning or like, oh, should we pick up something on the way? Or should we try to door dash something? No, no, no. I have it, I have an idea of it. And and even better, if I don't have an idea, maybe I'll bake some healthy muffins the night before and have them in the fridge and warm them up. Or things where I try to have some things already prepared. I'll have the fruits washed and cut. So if the kids come down at the same time as me, I'll give them a plate with all their fruit so they can start munching on that before I serve them their waffles or their pancakes or their turkey sausage or whatever else we're doing for the day. I can get them at least going on that. So I have some part of it prepped. That way it's like we're just we're just in go mode and that way I can start feeding them right away. 
If you have kids, have a plan for their lunch or have the lunches fully packed. I always try to have the backpacks packed and have clothes laid out the night before. Just think about whatever could end up taking your morning sideways and doing that ahead of time. For my girls, I have my girls pick out two options of what they want to wear. When they were younger, I would just pick out the two options, but now that they're eight and nine, almost 10, I have them and a lot of times I'll do it with them or sometimes I'll just I'll just have them do it. It's it's good and it's efficient for them to do it themselves. So I say pick out two things depending on if the weather is different or they don't feel like one option, then they have the other option. So that way we don't end up in the closet standing there together in the morning for 10 or 15 minutes when you're just like ready to pull your hair out standing like, what should I wear? And you're like, I don't know, just put something on. I tell them, pick out your two options. If you don't pick out two options uh, the night before, I, like even after they're asleep, all come and all lay out two options that I think they would like. And then those are the options. There's no in the morning going in the closet unless something really goes sideways. But that's really created a great rhythm for us because it's just like, it's more automatic. You spend the time during the evening when you have more time, you lay out your two options. If you're worried about weather, do two different depending on the weather. If you don't feel like one, you have the other, out you go, done. That way you aren't, you just don't have that panic kind of frazzle dazzle. So then I just tried to um, get everyone going as efficiently as possible. So we've got breakfast ahead of time. We have the clothes picked out. We have the backpacks packed. So if something comes up, you're able to deal with it because you have a plan for calm and smooth. So then if something does go sideways where maybe your kids all of a sudden were like, oh my God, I forgot I have homework. Okay, no problem. We're not rushed. We're not panicked. Our plan is to leave the house early. So you have 15 minutes, go to a quiet spot and work on your homework while I do this. Or maybe, you know, things happen. Maybe you get a crazy phone call or you have something something that you need to deal with. Then there's room for that. Because if you already have a morning that's a level 10 and, you know, there's, like I said, it looks like a bomb exploded, you're running, you're sweating, if then something goes sideways, that's just like enough to put you over the edge. But with this new plan, if something goes sideways, it's okay because like things are calm. Otherwise, you can take on one more thing and you're not going to lose it. It's not going to be like the thing that broke you. For me, if I get everyone fed and lunch is planned and get everyone to school, I just feel good, like I said, and then my productive day officially starts. So whether you work in the home, you work outside of the home, you work within the home, like I I really struggle with the term stay-at-home mom, even though I'm not a stay-at-home mom, I just, for some reason, it just, I don't know, I just feel like moms who run the house and the family and the health and the food and the laundry and all the things, there should be a better term. If someone has a better term, please shoot it my way. But if you're a mom who works in the home and and does everything for the family, your productive day starts too, depending on the ages of your kids. If you have little, little, little ones at home or if they're all at school, but hopefully if you have the little ones at school, your productive day starts when they are napping. Or if you don't have kids, maybe your productive day starts once you hit your desk or you get in the car, whatever that is, I kind of segment my day and then I tackle the most important three things first. Talking about preparing the night before, you have to go to bed with intention and know what your big goals are for the next day. 
So I have a little notepad by my bed. Now, this is a new thing. And I just jot down, hey, like as I'm laying in bed, these are my three things I want to get done tomorrow. And I do them first. They could be super little and they could be super big. They could be right you know, these, you know, important chapters of this online course that I'm designing for work. Or it could be something simple like the spoon and spatula and stirring drawer is driving me insane. I need to purge that. So that way, things that are really important to you, you get done first. And it's not one of those things that all of a sudden, you know, the spoon drawer has been bothering you every night before you go to sleep. And then three months go by and you haven't done it when it's probably only a 20 minute project. So these three things don't have to be the most like life-shattering, earth-shaking things. For me, they're just like, what's on my mind? What would make me feel really great if I got that done? Some of them are silly like that, and some of them are big and move the needle, either in my personal life or my business life or financially, whatever it is. Go to bed knowing your three things. For me, I try to tell myself they shouldn't take a long time. Like I should really know. What is it? What are those three things? Jot them down next to your bed. So that way you know what they are and you do them first in the morning when you're the most fresh. Again, I talk about this on my other morning routine podcast. You must listen to that because I do a real deep dive into this, but you are your most fresh and efficient in the first half of the day, specifically the first like three, four hours of the day. So do it first and face the hardest things first. There is a great book called Eat the Frog. And it's all about doing your hardest thing of the day first. It's like nobody wants to eat a frog. Eat that frog. Do the thing that you are procrastinating on first, the things that's the most time-consuming, the things that you usually dread. Just eat the frog. Do it first and get it out of the way. This is how I kind of think of my top three things. Sometimes it's things I like, can't even wait to do. I'm so excited. And sometimes it's three things I'm dreading. Maybe they're like tedious or monotonous or I've done it or whatever it is. In that case, tell yourself, eat that frog and do it first and do those three things. My goal is to always have my three things done before noon. And again, you design your day the way that works for you and between your obligations. Um, And I sometimes on these podcasts, I kind of hesitate, like, should I? Because this is about me trying to bring value for you. But I think that when I'm listening to other people talk, I like to hear real life examples like, okay, well, how do you implement it in your, your life? And it helps me kind of implement it in my own. So that's the only reason I forgot to tell you the details of how I do it. So I drop the kids off at nine and then I have my three most important things. Sometimes those three things could take me one hour or they could take me all the way till noon and I'm like racing to get it done. But I really try to get those three most important things of the day done in my most efficient hours. And that's before noon. Also, drink your water early. You probably notice a trend. We're talking about front loading your day here. You have the most energy when you're not tired and you're your best. So let's get all these things done that we want. I drink a gallon of water a day. And so by 9 a.m., I've I've hit half of my goal. I've drank a half gallon of water because I'm thinking about all these things. I'm fresh. It doesn't sound annoying. Um, like I don't want to drink a half gallon of water right before bed because I have to get up to go pee. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm winding down. I'm slowing down. In the morning, I love like tackling all the things. It's important to me to drink a gallon of water all day. So I front load it and I do most of it early on. I think of my three, the three things that are the top that I've done the night before. So I don't wake up and go to my email and go to social media, get distracted. All of a sudden I look up and I'm like, oh, where did those two hours go? I know my thing. So when I'm, I'm using my most powerful moments and my 
my sharpest brain cells to get the things done that I want to done get done early. Another thing, good food, good mood, and food is fuel. This is so important. We can have all these things in place, but if you don't pre- prepare to eat how you want to eat, you can totally crash because you don't want sugar and junk slowing you down. And lots of times we do this because we're in a rush. I'm telling you, that's why this podcast is Crush That Morning Rush because we got a plan. We got a plan for our breakfast. We have to plan for our lunch. The minute you eat crappy food or fast food or something that you don't want to eat, something that you know doesn't fuel your body, it doesn't make you feel your best, to me, you're done. Like, I mean, I'm exaggerating. You're not completely done. But for me, my just day shifts. If I'm racing and I kind of just grab something on the fly that doesn't make me feel good, that isn't how I like to eat, that isn't what, you know, how my body, what my body likes, I just, I've lost my energy. Your body won't function the same. You're tired. You know, if you go and have like a big lunch and you're like, well, now I just need a nap. And so many people are like, after lunch, I'm just slow. And a lot of times that could just be because, you know, we've done a lot and, 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 you know, our most sharpest, quickest moments are early in the day. That's why I'm telling you to front load. But also because sometimes we eat this like massive meal that slows our body down. But, you know, I'm all about eating lots of food. I'm just about eating whole foods that fuel your body and make you feel the best. I am in no way on a plan or think anyone should be a plan of going hungry. I just don't. I just think that we should, we have the luxury and how fortunate we are to not be hungry, that we shouldn't be miserable and we shouldn't be walking around hangry. I just think that we should focus on the long game, even if you want a body change or to lose weight or be more toned. I think we should think about the long range of it and the long term of it and eat healthy whole foods. And in this case, plan ahead, food prep, plan to eat healthy. Always be thinking of your next two meals. For me, I'm always thinking about the next two meals for myself and for my kids. And to be honest, even for my husband. Think about that in that way. And I should probably do another podcast all about that because I think that's a really um, a big topic, food prep and thinking about the next two meals always. Let me know. Let me know what your questions are on that and if you'd want to hear a whole podcast on that because I just think that it's so important to think of food as fuel and taking the time to prepare and eat how you want to eat. Okay, so one more awesome thing that I've added into my routine And it goes with this topic a little bit. So 10 minutes every night I read in bed, which is crazy because I love audiobooks. I really haven't actually read, read many books at all in years. But by reading just 10 minutes a night in bed, I feel like I disconnect from everything else. I have like a moment of zen and I read a book a month now. So I'm reading 12 books a year when I was, I mean, listen, I I love audiobooks. I, I do a ton of audiobooks, but just like, it's just something cool to read a book, like actually read it. And I love reading because I highlight, especially, and I pick the right books that I want to read, like actually read. I pick books that I want to read and circle and highlight and bookmark that really have those like zinger lines or paragraphs or things I want to go back to. So I try to pick those books strategically. And then other books that aren't as important for me to write all over and scribble on, then those books I do as audiobooks. But I wanted to include this in this podcast just because going to bed on time with a clear mind is so key 
for having a happy and non-stressing morning. So just taking 10 minutes, just kind of taking 10 minutes for myself in a different way, even if I'm exhausted, even if whatever, it's kind of like, I'm just going to spend 10 minutes to read and grow and expand my mind. I go to bed feeling more calm and with a clear mind. I'm not worried about little details of the day. Kind of just allows me to like hit pause, read a little bit. And I just feel really accomplished to be honest with you that I'm reading a a book a month. It's just, it's just a good feeling. And also talking a little bit more about the evenings. I just think that those evenings are key for hacking. So lay out everything nice and organized and ideally in the same place. So you aren't dashing around like, where is this? I try to put things in the same place and have them ready to go. Have them packed as much as possible. Again, so that you leave room if things go sideways. You're not already rushed and panicked and you're not already running late. If you are running late every morning, we need to hack this. We're going to start with a good nighttime routine. We're going to go to bed early. We're going to wake up early. We're going to prepare the things that we can the night before. We're going to lay out our workout clothes. We're going to plan our workout. We're going to lay out our actual clothes. And sometimes I'll do the same thing for me like I'm a little kid. Like some days I'm not sure if I feel like wearing you know, kind of a suit kind of outfit, like jeans and a blazer. Or sometimes I feel like wearing more like workout clothes with running shoes if I'm going to be really racing around and moving a lot. Depending on what I'm going to be doing, sometimes I don't know how I'm going to feel. So I'll lay out two totally different outfits. That way I'm not panicked in my closet. And this has also helped me wear more of my clothes by planning them out. Because, you know, we all have such nice things. And listen, especially with COVID, um, and so much, many of our events canceled and saying inside, we're not wearing our things. Yesterday, I wore like a purple brunch dress that I would normally save for the weekends, but I'm like, what am I saving this for? And by having a good nighttime routine, I'm in my closet, I'm listening to music, and I'm like, okay, what do I feel like? Let me pick this out or pick this out. It's just nice. It makes you feel calm, it makes you feel like a better version of yourself. You know, like I wore a I wore a pretty dress that I, if I was in a panic, I would just never think to go to the dress section. And I made time to do a quick hair curl and put on my smoky eye and have a day, have a morning that's not stressed and rushed. And I feel like this is one of the greatest gifts that we can give our kids is for them. They have a long day, especially if your kids are in school. They have, you know, even if they're little kids, they have, they have a full day on their own. And I think it's such a great gift to be able to give them the gift of, a calm morning where you're not raced and panicked and late and always kind of in that survival mode, you're like good and calm and things are organized and prepared and planned. So you're not reinventing the wheel every day. It's not like, oh my God, what are we gonna do for breakfast? It's like, no, I had an idea of what we're gonna do for breakfast. Here we go. You have a rhythm down. And you don't have that morning rush. You don't have that morning craziness. The house is not like a full bomb went off because you're digging through things and you're doing things. You know when you do things so much faster than what's comfortable and then things are a mess and then it takes you an hour just to like get back to normal and recoup? Maybe it's your closet. Maybe it's the kitchen. I just find by doing these steps and planning ahead of time, my mornings are so smooth My kids' mornings are so smooth, and I just feel like we all start the day happier. We're happy, and our vibe is better. Our energy is better. We're laughing. We're talking. It's not just about getting through it. It's like, you know, it's getting through it in a happy and productive way and, you know, enjoying the process, not like suffering through the morning. 
I really think that having a stress-free, hot mess-free morning is so good for all of us. So whether you need to hack a couple little things or some bigger things, I really hope this podcast gave you lots of ideas of ways that we can prepare the night before and prepare in the morning to have really awesome, positive, non-stressing, smooth mornings. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know what you want to hear more of. I love this community. I have so many incredible conversations through DMs on Instagram, but I want to hear it. And also, we're always updating my team and I, how to be awesome at everything.com. We're updating it with, oh my gosh, we have so many good holiday lists coming out, gift guides. And um, sometimes I'll send emails about these podcasts. If there was something that like I loved that I wanted to really like give you bullet points on, I'll have my team, I'll craft an email my team sends out to everyone that's on our email list. So make sure you're on our email list at howtobeawesomeateverything.com. It's literally all the stuff we talk about on the podcast. It's having our most happy and productive days and lives and squashing negativity, staying in a good headspace and all like the hacks and all my favorite, most awesome things, things for kids, things for you, things for gifts, all the things. So make sure you're signed up for the emails, how to be awesome at everything.com. Scroll to the bottom, join the email list, and we will send you an email every now and then with something awesome. Thank you so very much for listening. I appreciate you guys. I love this community. This is such a huge 10 for me to do these podcasts with you twice a week. I hope it is for you too. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.